Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to episode 234 of the Player Player Podcast. Before we get started, I want to give a big thank you to the both old and new additions to our crew tuning in to listen to us do what we do. And what's that, Arsene? Talk about video games. Talk about video games. Every Thursday of every week, we gather around the virtual water cooler to discuss video games and the culture surrounding them. I'm your host, Joseph Hooper, a.k.a. The Hoop Man, along with my co-host, Santa Arsene Lakpa. Ho, ho, ho. Greetings, everyone. It's me, Old Saint Nick. I'm here to bring you all presents and joy this Christmas season. But there's one thing, one thing I need from you all, and that's your wacky little credit card. Yes, indeed. Please, if you could just send a letter to the North Pole with your credit card, you don't even need to send the information. Send me the credit card itself, (laughs) and I will get you all the toys and joy and goodies that you'll want and deliver them to your house under your tree. That's all I need. Have a Merry Christmas. Oh, That's oh, crazy. Oh. Send the whole credit card. The scheme's getting lazier, quite frankly. Yeah, it is. Dang, that's crazy. Santa would, would say something so, that's so bold. Crazy. Where were you? Where were you when he was saying all this stuff? To he actually had me at gunpoint. Oh, okay, so okay. I had to be quiet. But, uh, oh, you, know, okay. he, he, but you know how like in a... What's the, I think WWE, when they just be grabbing the mic? Yeah. <laughs> that's what he did. But then okay. he also held a gun to my head and said, that's nah, messed bro, up, bro. You got to press charges. Because if he comes yeah. back, bro, everybody's going to be like, why didn't you call the police the first time? You know how the internet is. That's true. That is Maybe true. Maybe victim blaming with like a mug. Well, you sitting here making a podcast? You should have called 911. Speaking of, before we get into the episode, uh, if you guys aren't familiar, uh, first of all, Merry Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, uh, whatever Ooh, holiday you support, turn yeah. up for that one real quick. It is the holiday episode. We are recording this a, like two days after we recorded uh, our most recent episode, talking about like the 2023 upcoming games and, and stuff like that. So there's not a lot that has happened between now and the last episode. But doesn't matter because this is the monthly cooldown. If you guys are familiar with the show and how we do things here, the last episode of every month is a monthly cooldown where we talk about anything and everything we would like. Um, episode might be 30 minutes long, might be an hour long. We'll just see. Um, we might not necessarily talk about video games, but I think probably 100% of the time we still talk about video games. So strap in. We got a lot of good stuff to talk about, uh, including... I don't even remember what I was going to say before. We were talking Damn. about pressing charges against Santa. Um, I was talking about people. Vi- oh, yeah. Okay. Look, I, I traced the thread. Did you see that clip of James Cameron flipping people off? No. What is he up? What? what? No, no, Why? It's, 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 here we go. Here we go. So there's a clip on the internet. And it's, I'll look the it clip up is uh, like it was circulating Twitter or whatever. I am Reddit. I think I saw where it's like James Cameron flips off fans. Uh that's just, just kind of the the name of the clip. Okay. James Cameron basically coming out of a building, uh, immediately like ignoring all the people who's trying to get his autograph, jump in the car, flip his, flip off the fan or flip off the people um, out out the window as he's driving off, and they're all booing him. Uh, some <laughs> guy, somebody yells, uh, "Avatar sucks." Somebody yells. Pay up, asshole. And I think somebody yells Avatar. I don't know. Oh, uh, no. So sure. this was what they said before he flips them off. Uh, or it, it was, was a mix. A- they were booing him, and then he flipped them off. Oh. So it's a mix. It's a mix. What? Uh, but basically, everybody on the internet saying, 
dang, James Cameron canceled, not canceled, but James Cameron, asshole, terrible person. Why is he doing his fans like that? He's just like a, a D-bag. But turns out, you know, there's a twist to the story. Turns out these people are not fans at all. They're autograph resellers, all right. So oh, they're just trying to. So they know his look. Okay. They know his whereabouts. They know his assassination That's coordinates. They know his assassination coordinates. They're waiting to get an autograph, uh, and then he's like, "I'm not really Mm-mm. spending time with these people." And quite frankly, that shit is obvious. Hell, I, I don't know why this is like labeled as fans. First of all, <laughs> all these people in the video are old ass men. Uh, some granted, well, you know, I'm sure old ass men love them some James Cameron. That being said, as soon as he walks by, they immediately start booing. Like, if you're a fan of somebody, yeah, I have never seen somebody quiet, yeah. like, yeah, you just get quiet, bro. They immediately, and then one guy says, pay up, asshole. Like, what does that even mean? <laughs> what does that even mean if you're a fan, bro? What? So, yeah, it's just uh, autograph resellers. So, you know, shout out to James Cameron. Uh, people trying to cancel him on Twitter because. <laughs> or both Twitter and Reddit because they, they just don't understand, bro. They don't have the context clues, but they don't need, they don't understand things. I see, I see. Wow. Very Anyways, interesting. What's been going on, man, in the last two days? Has there been anything interesting happening? We don't have to dwell on it too long because, like I said, breaking the fourth wall, it has not been that long since we, we shared stories. So, facts. Um, I do have a new story actually today, you know, as you can see, uh, for this is just for the Hoopman exclusive for Hoopman's mm-hmm. eyes only, um, wearing my little Christmas sweater, uh, made of alpaca fur. Um, and I went out to the Christmas market down the street, uh, over by, over nearby Lenox mall with Angelique. Uh, we had a good little time. Was, apparently Christmas markets are a big thing in, uh, Germany, something like mm-hmm. that. And so they decided, okay. they said, let's open one up in, uh, in good old hot Atlanta for the, for the mm-hmm. one time. I think they did it, they did it last year as well. Actually, they've had it for the past few years. I remember it used to be over nearby Atlantic Station, but recently they moved it uh, closer to Buckhead. So um, this is our first time going to the Buckhead location. Um, overall, it's kind of mid. Uh, I okay. will say it just seemed a little bit kind of like what are, what are they? they're just a bunch of vendors, almost like a farmers market. Um, and I didn't get the full Christmas. It was like a farmer's market, but then some store, some stands had some, uh, Christmas ornaments basically. Mm. So I'm like, okay. eh, y- y'all could have gone Slacking. all out. Yeah. If, okay. if they had gone all out and I'm talking like, you know, fake snow, uh, you know, get, I think they had a section for Santa, but he wasn't working, I guess oh, on, on weekdays. Nah. Um, nah. give me more Christmas stores. They had a little, like, I guess indoor Christmas section, which had a lot of like nice little cool handmade, uh, ornaments and whatnot. That was cool. We went through there, uh, picked up a, a little silver, uh, merry-go-round ornament. Pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it didn't have enough Christmas spirit. So for that, I gotta say the Christmas market was somewhat mid. However, Although I'm saying it's mid, I would mm-hmm. go back. I would go back. Wow. You know, I could see myself second going. Chance. I would give it a second chance. Honestly, maybe going back. You know, once a year, uh, definitely during the week. Never on the weekend because uh, if if it gets any busier than I saw it at a what was that like 3 p.m. on a on a Thursday, yeah, then I, I don't want to be. It's there. A I don't want. Okay. It is for sure a wrap. So shout out to the uh, let's call it Chris Chris Kendall Chris Kringle. Market? I don't know, Chris bro. Chris Kendall. The Chris Kendall market. I don't know what the what, what, what? that name came. I don't speak German, so okay, uh, okay. that was a pretty good little time. Other than that, 
We did a couple little bit, a little bit of shopping today. Um, you, you know, doing some last minute uh, pickups for Christmas time, and yeah, man, other than that, just just, just playing games. Just playing we'll, we'll talk games. games after you talk life because I got okay. I got a couple that I I need, I need to get discussed. I need okay. the people okay. in the, at home to to know what's going on. Uh, on my side, nothing. You know, nothing really. Um, man is out of town. I'm here just chilling at home. Uh, with a little Flora who's sleeping in her bed over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did see this is a pretty pretty cool little little story here. I did get to connect with the one and only friend of the show, Luke Lewis. Today I met no him with way. Luke Lewis for lunch. Luke Whoa. Lewis and Claire. Wait, does uh, he stay in Seattle? Uh, no, Claire has family in Seattle. Okay, uh, or in Washington, Luke. Uh, has family in Oregon, and they used to live in Seattle or Washington. So okay. they're they're staying in SF, but they're here for the holidays. So he said, "Hey, you want to link up?" I said, "Absolutely." Went to Burbs Burgers, some of the best burgers in the town. I'll tell you that right now. Okay. Got, I don't know. It's a Smash Burger, but it's that burger where the cheese just it just connects mm, with the burger just in right. the perfect way. In the, I know what you just mean. right. And we're just like. Okay, all right, y'all got something going on here. So I said, hey, let's hit that place up. So I got me a double burger, got me some fries, fantastic ass lunch, great send off to uh, Atlanta, um, and we we chopped it up, talked video games, chop talk talk life, talk uh, media, entertainment. Okay. Um, so it was a good time. It was a good time. Shout out to Luke Lewis and Claire. Excellent. Speaking of media, did you see? Have you seen Avatar? I haven't seen no, it. No, I haven't okay. seen it. I haven't seen it. Is it on, Did, your, on the doc? Is it on the docket? It's on, it's on the docket. I'm thinking maybe I'll watch it while I'm in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I can find an IMAX theater, you know, we'll do a little bada bing, bada boom. I'll sit in there. I'm, I'm worried I'll fall asleep in this bitch, to be honest. Yeah, three, three hours? hours Sheesh. Sheesh. <laughs> I mean, I feel like the bit, like, okay, I don't know. Maybe because I was a child when the first one dropped. The visuals mm-hmm. were stunning enough that despite me not really following the main story that much, I felt like I was engaged, you know, the right, whole yeah. time. So me, I don't know the, will the graphics carry? Me and Luke were talking about the exact same thing today where I remember, uh, I feel like I've, I might have told this story on the podcast before. I might have told you this podcast or this story before um, where I went to see Avatar 3d i was hyped up hyped up as shit um Mm -hmm. and the reason i was hyped up as shit is because i thought it was avatar the last airbender so (laughs) i was in the theater and of course the movie comes on i'm like live action and i'm like "Hmm, okay i think i heard about this i think i heard about it being live action and then I start seeing soldiers, and I'm like, hmm, like interesting. Huh. Seems the wrong they time period. But, what is but, this? All right, and then obviously, like four minutes into the movie, I'm like, all right, this ain't Ava- this ain't Avatar: The Last Airbender. Lord, fucking for sure. I don't know what the hell I'm about to watch. So, um, I was, it was, it started with shock, but then the visuals were just so fucking striking. I still came out of the movie being like, this might be the best movie I've ever seen, just because I was pretty just solid. Yeah. Shook by the visuals. Um, going back and like reading the synopsis of the the plot and shit, you're like, well, hold like, up, what is is this fucking Chat GPT AI 
fucking baby ass bro it's pocahontas bro that's literally what it is pocahontas rehashed i'm like this is this is the fucking copy my work but don't change it too much as storyline but and the fucking rock being called unobtainium like come on oh my goodness that's worse than slap juice in fortnite (laughs) bro (laughs) Bro. come on let's put a little creativity on it Damn. Um, yeah, they need a new resource. They should They should put a new resource in uh, Avatar 2. Call it uh, I don't know, something else. Shit, something they might as well else. call something. it Slapberries. I don't know. They might as well. <laughs> we got to get the Slapberries from Pandora. <laughs> we're mighty I do remember the visuals being crazy. I'm mm. assuming that the visuals in this are going to be even, I mean, of course they're going to be even more crazy with the technology improved and stuff. So I'm excited to see it. I'll give it a chance. Will I fall asleep? Shit, I'm not, I'm not as young as I used to be. You know what facts, I'm saying? So facts, facts, facts. When they start, when we start walking through the damn forest, when we start making out, little blue people making out and shit, oh, giving birth, yeah. I might be out of there, bro. I might be in a little dreamland. But as long as I wake back up, it's all good. Where you need to. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. Wake back up for the for action. Sure. For sure, for sure. All right, all right. Interesting, interesting. What else you uh what else you got going? You, what are your do you have like an itinerary for the this Atlanta trip? Hell no. Okay. All I know all, right. all I know is there's one thing I want to do. And that's Hey, hey, hey. Hey, I just want to take the walk to Poland. What does that mean? I don't fucking know. What do you but mean? What does it mean, bro? He's taking we had the a walk whole to Poland. To I think we did. We already talk about this. We must I have. I think we we either talked about it online or we talked about it offline. We definitely talked about this for sure, for sure. Um, I don't have an itinerary as usual. I just want to you know link up with uh, all the people that you know all the either people that stay in Georgia or as as tradition everybody you know comes back to see their families in in georgia so hopefully link up with as many people as possible in my week here so including you whenever you have free time we'll see if we can set up an event and have some time um i gotta be efficient with it though got a club multiple meetings out in woods because you know georgia is not kind to the like to your commuters your gas yeah yeah you know they have you one person, you can, you guys could live in the same fucking city, <laughs> and it's still a twenty minute drive to meet up. At least, How does that bro. make sense? At How least. does that make sense? So, no, we'll see, we'll see. But there is something that might endanger that. I'm hearing all these stories about the most, you know, the most vicious snow or the most vicious winter. <laughs> In like thirty in years or whatever the hell, that's yeah, right. generational damage in terms of uh, the weather. So we'll see. I land on Friday. That's when we're getting the generational uh, nightmare. So shit, I might be stuck at the airport for God overnight or something. Damn. We'll see. We'll see. I'm definitely gonna hit the Uber when I when I use Uber to get home. I'll do the Uber Plus. Whatever has the snow plow on it, I'll, I'll yeah, pick that car. Yeah, good shit. So, yeah, nothing, nothing too crazy. Just linking up with people, and then I always use going home to catch up on TV shows, catch up on playing games. I'll be playing, a, might be playing a shit ton of Pokemon. We'll see how it sticks with Excellent. me. Excellent. So, if it doesn't fail you, you'll probably you'll you'll play a lot. Okay, I'm, I'm confident. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm kind of running out of games now. Believe it or not. Like I thought the backlog was going to be heavy, and granted, I still got to beat Ghost of Tsushima. Um, that's that's a damn crazy. shame, bro. That's kind of crazy. That I still need to beat that. 
But mm-hmm. um, we're almost at else? the three year mark of Ghost of Tsushima being released. I, mean, I didn't start until earlier this year, so this is uh, and that's all do with bro. me. Yeah, it does well, have to do with you, bro. Yeah, well, so I think Ghost of Tsushima is like the only, one of the only few games I haven't completed that I, I'm like I kind of want to go back and finish. Other than that, my backlog's pretty clear, so we'll see what I I decide to play. If it's not Pokemon, I don't know what I'll play. I got some Steam games I could buy though. You play Tail, bro. You need to get get oh, the, yeah. uh, wrap up Plague Tale. Get the that's true. The story told to you. That's true. Maybe I'll play some of that tonight. We'll see. But yeah, should we talk about the games we've been playing, the games we finished, uh, all of the above? Let's do all of the above. Let's just, I, okay. okay, I've got one I finished and two that are not, they're like multiplayer games. So, all right, let's, let's start. Unfinishable. Kick us off. I'm going to kick us off with the game I finished, and that's High on Life, baby. Yes, sir. And it's got me feeling, by the time I got to the end, I was feeling High on Life. It okay. definitely was a video game. I will say yes. that. <laughs> it yeah. is a video game. Um, and I just thought, I thought it was just fine. I don't think it is definitely. I don't think it was striving to be groundbreaking in any way, shape, and form. I think this was just like a Justin Roiland passion project for the fans. That's the way I, you know, kind of uh, look at this game, and I think that he hits that, you know, target spot on without any, uh, you know, without any error there. Um, for anybody that's not, I think I've, we've said this a handful of times now. Anybody that's not into that, anybody that's not in that target audience. This game is not for you, bro. I'm going to be yeah. honest with you. Like, I can't recommend, <laughs> I don't know who I can recommend this to. Like, if I know you're a Rick and Morty fan or, you know, you kind of like just stupid humor. Yeah, sure. I'll recommend this to you. If I know for a fact you don't like that shit, I will never, I'll no. tell you to stay clear of this game because the game yeah. is so dumb. It's so stupid. The jokes are just so crude and gross out humor, blah, 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 <laughs> that I'm just like, man, what's wrong with me personally? Why yeah. am I? Why do I? I'm I'm twenty I'm twenty five years old now, and I'm still laughing at this shit. It's, it's like I'm in, on a, in the damn uh, middle school playground or something like that. Causing some so, self reflection, yes, sir. It does cause from some uh, some self reflection, but regardless, it's still a, a fun game to play. And uh, I'd say shout outs. I think the the scores that it ended up with, what like high seventies, low eighties mm-hmm. or something. I think that's pretty. I think that's pretty fair, personally. Yeah, I, mean, I would like I would have liked it to be higher. I guess just from a personal enjoyment standpoint, but hey. What are we going to do? It's not for mm-hmm. everybody. Yeah, this game reminds me of like a slightly modern version of like my favorite types of PS2 games back in the day. Mm. Like, almost like a Ratchet and Clank, but with like a different vibe. Um, stuff like that. This game is, I mean, you hit it, hit the nail on the head when we talk about comedy and stuff like that. If you like the Rick and Morty humor, the Justin Roiland signature humor, um, this, this game captures that perfectly. There's a uh, hell there's like bits on bits on bits um like just kind like if if one thing doesn't hit you and make you laugh the next thing will and they'll mm-hmm. keep trying and trying until they get a chuckle out of you so um that's a good time i i there's i'm playing it right now i'm not done with it but uh, i beat so maybe you can tell me how far i am i beat like the main the beginner three bosses so you have the mm-hmm. boss that's in the world you you start on and then or i guess i beat uh, yeah, I have I have three guns now, basically, or four three guns and the knife. Three guns and the knife. Okay, there's one more gun. 
from like the main things and then there's like a, a fifth gun like at the end of the game okay um but yeah so after, if you, after those like couple first like initial bosses that you can kind of tackle in any order uh is there like another set of bosses that you tackle in any order or is it like they funnel you towards the i end? think i believe if i'm not mistaken there's two cool let me do the math yeah yeah, yeah. there's two more that you can do in any order. I th- mm-hmm. think you can do them in any order. I, th- I just, you know, went, you know, one, two, three, four, five, like that. So I'm not sure exactly, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure you could have selected them in any order. So yeah, there should be a set of two followed by like the, you know, vice president of the, of the evil gang. And then it's like mm-hmm. the last one is the, you know, president the of the gang, boss. the big boss. Big boss. Okay. Um, okay. Which that mission is, you know, obviously shorter, but yeah, okay. that you're, I would say, probably at the halfway point okay i think is a fair way to put it um yeah yeah yeah. but you, you still got some some more goofs and gaffs to get through okay. you get to the end. Okay. i will say about this game the gameplay doesn't really blow my socks off mm-hmm. to be honest it's a little more on the like just not annoying but like bland side mm-hmm. where it's like all right so far I've been, I've gone through like two to three, three, maybe four levels. I've seen like very little enemy ver- variation. Most enemies are pretty, pretty much the same. And there's just so many of them. And it's like not really fluid, modern, like cover shooter mechanics or like, you know, strafing mechanics. It's kind of like Ratchet and Clank uh, mechanics. But I see what you're Ratchet saying. Ratchet and Clank yeah. is very much like, Hey, like we're not trying to ask you to be precise. We're just trying to have you use just all these fucking blasting. crazy weapons, yeah. and switch through all the weapons, and and uh, get the synergy going. And this is kind of like, all right, like you're gonna get shot, so kind of get out of the way, but also use the special abilities of the guns. <laughs> I mean, I don't fucking know. Like that's kind of how the game treats you. So, um, I don't love the combat. The traversal's pretty okay, like the platforming and stuff. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this is fine, I guess, uh, but combat i'm like shit give me a game that doesn't have combat in it from justin royal and that'll probably be my perfect game mm. but okay but yeah that's that's kind of my thought i think if they t- if they tightened up the the combat and uh you know and the traversal mm-hmm. it would have like it would have been a, a way more enjoyable experience i definitely could for sure i see i see all the places where they could have just like oh just make this a little bit more precise i mean mm-hmm. you know have you need to do more inputs here blah 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 in order to make sure that you know, you're not taking damage so that way, or so that way when maybe you take a hit, it feels like fair. You're like, okay, mm-hmm. I didn't, it, I fucked up on my end rather right. than the game just being so willy nilly and loose that it's like, oh, well, there's no way I could have avoided that. But yeah, 100%. They, room for room for growth. Maybe Justin Roiland will hit us with a, a sharp shooter one day or something. We'll I don't see. know. We'll see. Stay tuned. Stay maybe tuned. We'll do a collab with the Xbox now that it's the, most successful game past game know, that's, that's crazy insane. to me bro these rick and morty heads are different including us bro we'll just try anything <laughs> we really that will crazy jesus um i guess moving on i i beat a game as well i think i might have beat a couple games but um uh i'll talk about the case of the golden idol it's a puzzle game I've talked about it a couple times on the pod. Basically, the idea behind this game is that uh, the game is broken into a series of chapters. The chapters all have like this through line general story about them. But every chapter, there is a murder. 
and like the chapter captures like a moment in time right so mm-hmm. like maybe somebody just got murdered or maybe somebody just found the body and everybody's reacting to it or whatever it captures a moment in time and you need to like survey the entire area um in that snapshot and pick up clues to figure out what's going on. So like you can click onto the dead body and the dead body will have a note in it and you can read the note to get information about like the last person that was talking to this person, or you can, you know, check somebody else who's in a different room, but they have maybe like a clue on them that, that kind of hints as to, you know, them being the murderer stuff. So there's a bunch of like, it's basically like you get the scene, you investigate the scene like your Batman, get all the forensics. And then there's this second screen that you can flip to. And then there's like a series of challenges on the screen. So there's always one challenge that says, all right, it's fill in the blank. Um, this is exactly what happened to lead to this murder. And you, mm-hmm. you find keywords and names and stuff. Um, by looking at clues. So if you read a note and they have like a proper name, John Sawyer or something, you'll get John Sawyer as words you can use to fill out the the story as well as like, if you find a knife, you'll get the word knife and you can use that to fill out the story. Uh, and then the same thing goes where they'll have a bunch of faces and you have to fill in the names. So like based off of like the letters and all the things that you find, you're like, who is this? Who is this? Who is this? Give their full name. Um, and then there's usually some, you know, second or third or fourth, like extra challenge where you have to like, you know, identify something. Um, and it's pretty interesting. Like I felt like the puzzles were uh, just the perfect challenge where like sometimes I'm like, why? Like I have it figured out. Like, why is this not working? Like this guy is the murderer. And then they like, I figure out that, oh, they like planted something to throw me off the scent. This guy is actually the murderer, but they really made it seem like it was this other guy. Um, but you had to pick up on this one little clue to put it together. Um, and like, depending on how you figure out the challenges, that also helps you get the full picture of like what exactly happened. Hmm. Um, so it's pretty interesting. I, I don't know. I've played a puzzle game like this before. Um, and I really enjoyed the overall theming of the overall story and the the basically general theme is like um it starts with this like these expeditioners that go on this quest to find some treasure and they find this golden idol and the person who has the golden idol basically wants to keep it all to themselves and they murder the other person and the golden idol gets passed down through generations and basically murder and stuff follows it. Um, so it's pretty interesting. Like it's, it's, it's a really, really good game. I really am excited to get more from this team. Uh, Studio gray is, a, I think team gray is, I think their name. Color uh, so gray shout, games, color gray games. There we go. Um, so shout out to golden idol. Great, great puzzle game. Highly recommend. Excellent. Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm probably going to pick this up tonight. I don't know when I'm going to play it, Hopefully sometime soon. But yeah, I think I'll pick it up. Steam summer or Steam Winter Sale, baby. Steam Winter Sale. Next up, what multiplayer games you've been playing? Next up, bro, you know, I you know me. I'm not one to shy away from, you know, the the kooky and the wacky games yeah. out there. So when I saw um a few a few I think it was like a month or two ago on my TikTok, I'm scrolling. I see these little characters i'm like wait a minute this looks like a cheap like little anime chibi version of like smite like what mm-hmm. is this what are we doing in this trailer 
turns out it's made by Hi-Rez. It's an, Hi-Rez has made another game featuring gods. This time, they took the Smite style of third-person, you know, movement, third-person action, shrunk the characters down, and they made it a platform brawler. So it's mm-hmm. basically like Smash. And so Divine Knockout, a.k.a. DKO, is the game for me, bro. It is uh, quite a it's, a... it's a fun little game. I think they have... Uh, it's gonna be on. It's on PC right now, and I think it's on all consoles. Some PlayStation for Plus for free right now. Okay, there you go. Some PlayStation Plus for free. I think they said that they're uh, gonna be releasing some keys for free on. I think they're supposed to be free to play overall, but right now they're in like kind of like alpha founders mode, and you gotta like find, kind of find a key or some shit. I don't know. Um, I got a free um, copy for PC. I've logged four hours in it so far. And it's pretty fun. It, it has a uh, like it has some legs to stand on. I think they have a lot of uh, room for growth, and they definitely need to you know grow a lot of things in order to keep people interested. Because I can definitely see mm-hmm. it being one of those games that kind of you know grow tiring quickly. But if they're able mm-hmm. to figure out the formula, I can see it at least you know maybe not obviously not in the Fortnite category. Obviously not you know in a big game. I can see it finding its own little niche category because I don't think. I think this is the first one of its category, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. Uh, a literal 3D version of Smash where we're, you know, brawling, we're not we're knocking each other out, um, using your combos, you know, air dodging and shit, um, and trying to knock people off the ring. Um, and you have you have your recovery move, like your up B from Smash in order to get you back on the stage. All types of fun little things. And all the all the gods are very interesting to play as as well. So DKO, I say give it a uh, check it out, folks. Uh, if you have a PC, what they're doing right now is on Twitch. If you watch like somebody who's got drops enabled for like 30 minutes, then they'll give you a key. And that's it. It's as easy as that. Um, and then, like you said, uh, PlayStation Plus, it's uh, free on there. Xbox, I think you got to wait a little bit longer to get your hands on it. But okay. go ahead and check it out. Go ahead and check out Divine Knockout, folks at home. Yeah, I saw a clip of it today, actually, earlier this morning. And I was like, okay, this looks pretty fun. This looks pretty fun. It's it's like a, I could see it being like fun to play with like friends for like a weekend, like a week or so. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they, you know, do some crazy shit with it, then maybe it could be longer than a weekend. Maybe it's like, you know, a game you play for a month or two. And then you put it down, you know, because you got other shit to do. But yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, another game I beat recently, Melatonin. Uh, the Whoa, music rhythm game. Let's go. Uh, so I put it out on camppause.com, gave it an eight. Uh, I think it's really cool. Like, I think the music is really cool. I think the concept is really cool. Um, some of those challenges are, are hard as hell. Like, they, they definitely switch it up on you. Um, there's, I think, maybe like four or five different levels, and each level has like three or four, like, sections that you can you know have music challenges in um and i really like the music i really like the challenges it definitely ramps up difficulty i was definitely like stumbling quite a bit at the at the last uh level um and then yeah i i really enjoy it like i haven't played a rhythm game maybe ever i don't think i've ever really owned a rhythm game so uh having this and playing this was a nice introduction to the genre and um, the only thing I wish that it had is like a leaderboard because I think that would mm. give me incentive to play it a little bit more is like once my friends got it and tried it out, like seeing their scores, like 
you know, beating them, you know, trying to strive to get that perfect, um, like that perfect run. But honestly, the songs and the challenges as is in the game don't really lend themselves that well to um, uh, leaderboards because there's not as much a nuance as, as in a game like, um, like Guitar Hero. Like you're not going to get, you can't activate a multiplier. You can't, um, like there aren't that many beats or inputs to match up. It's mm-hmm. like each song maybe has like a total of 50 or 60. Um, and I think pretty consistently I got to a place where like, okay, I a lot of these with a little bit of practice, I'm only missing like five or six. So there's not a lot of space to compete. If like just right off the bat, you can basically hit 85, 90% of notes. So that's a little bit of a bummer, but overall, great, great rhythm game. I think it's well worth the money for people that are interested and pretty sick soundtracks as well. Nice. I think I, I remember seeing this game because you talked about it in the past. I don't think it's, I think I like the visuals of it, but I don't think it's for me. But yeah, then I again, I don't know. Because I, I never played like <laughs> games like Rhythm Heaven. I always, I've seen the, I've seen the clips. I've seen Rhythm Heaven before, Elite Beat Agents, all those stuff from like the Nintendo days. Mm-hmm. They look fun, but I'm like, damn, I don't know if I'm good enough. I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can really uh, make my lock way through in. it. I don't know if I can lock in. So that's yeah. why I tend to stay away. There is a, there should be a demo out maybe. Um, if so, I would say give the demo a try. Um, but yeah. Demo. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. I will, if they got a demo, maybe I'll check it out. Um, My next game. So, are you familiar with Escape from Tarkov? Yes. So you know, are do you you know like what the general overall, I guess, like gameplay loop is with that? Yes. Okay. So I don't remember the developer's name. Let me go and find these guys real quick. Uh, but our boys at Iron Mace, uh, some I don't know, some random indie studio have developed okay. this game called Dark and Darker. Where basically it's their take on the Escape from Tarkov like style of gameplay loop where you Mm. drop into a world, you go and you loot, you scavenge, and then you kind of like exfil, you extract out of the world um, after a set amount of time, and you get to keep your loot that you you know successfully extracted if you stay alive. If you die, Mm -hmm. you lose everything you had on you. But they decided to set this in a fantasy setting, so now you're doing your dungeon crawling. It's a first person dungeon crawler where you and up to two people can walk through this dungeon so you can be like a you know your mage your rogue fighter blah 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 whatever going through this like you know tough as nails dungeon on some dark souls level difficulty mm-hmm. um just trying to you know you're just scraping at the bottom of the barrel in the beginning you're just trying to find a couple a little bit of loot from the jump you know maybe a couple pieces of gold get out survive be able to mm-hmm. sell that gold buy better gear so you can hop back in repeat the loop get better gear blah 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 go through and so forth and so forth then at the same time you know since this is a it is a pv it's a pv pve situation so i think you're yeah. in a map with 16 people or 16 groups maybe i would say 16 people or 16 teams um where you can choose to say hey look i'm you and me where I, I find this random person let's decide to team up let's decide to uh, tackle this shit together you know, there's no rules uh, keeping us apart in that way. Or you can, you know, 
just kill it can be on site or you can betray people different things mm-hmm, like that mm-hmm. um all while dealing with the crazy ass npcs in the game that are tough as nails then you've also got to worry about a shrinking circle like you're in a battle royale oh, and i'm like nah. whoa this shit is tough as hell and man i keep getting drawn back to it even though i so far i'm not i have not not successfully played one round oh my god you've I never made it out i've never made it out i've got uh an hour of gameplay i guess it doesn't seem like that much time but i i swear i've you know put in at least 10 to 10 to 12 rounds because i you know i, I survive <laughs> at least i get clapped quick bro you know every time i drop in i guess also it's because i did choose a pretty difficult class i think to start with i think i need to switch that up i started as a wizard wizards mm-hmm. have spells and these spells are not hidden just yet okay. i think okay. if i had like you know somebody with a sword i can just chop drop, drop, boom 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 you know we'd be able to get some more work done also i'm running in the full squads Mm, and I, I see okay. somebody, you know, I start doing a little, little teabag, a little crouch, like, hey, 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 I'm friendly. These motherfuckers, uh-huh. they, they walk right up to me. They go, right in my <laughs> Damn. It's That's like crazy. that. Like, don't you see? I, I come I come to you open arms. You know, I, I'm, I pose no threat. Not today, they say. So um, it's definitely, a, the game is not out. I think it's slated for release. Um, Q4 2023, I think I saw, but they have mm-hmm. been doing like these kind of like play tests, basically like a little alpha play tests where they just been letting people run amok, have fun, <laughs> go through the dr- go through the dungeon, and I'd say it is definitely worth a um, a look at for any okay. it's, it's a, you know it's a Steam game, PC only. Um, if you're into that style of gameplay, or if you like you know fantasy settings definitely check it out if you like those uh pvpve settings check it out um yeah man it's it's a good time i'll probably uh, i think the play test will last until the end of this weekend they, it was supposed to stop tomorrow um mm-hmm. but they said nah actually we're gonna go spend time with our family so we're not gonna turn the, we're not gonna turn the servers off so fair, y'all enough, gonna, fair enough. Y'all, y'all have fun over the weekend we're gonna play something <laughs> too we'll hop in there with y'all um, so they'll turn off the play test, I think, on Monday or Tuesday or something. So if you got time, actually, dang, if you're listening to this episode, the play test is over. It's over. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yikes. Maybe I'll send a message in the Discord, too, maybe, and let y'all know to hop on Dark and Darker. But yeah, Sounds it's a, good. quite quite the fun uh, scenario, fun and, and wacky. The graphics are a little, they do look a little dated. You'll look at it, mm-hmm. you'll be like, damn, this look a little PS3-ish, a little PS4, early PS4-ish. Well, okay. Yeah, in that era. But uh, the gameplay makes up for it for sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking recently, first of all, I don't, that's, how'd you find out about this game? I was watching a streamer. He was playing it and I was like, what is this like, you know, fantasy bullshit? What is going on? And then I said, <laughs> he's stressing out. He's like, oh shit, oh shit, I got to get to the portal. I got to get out. I got to shout. I'm like, oh shit, he's got all this gear on him. He's got his gear. He's got to get out. <laughs> and then I was like, no, I got to get in there. I gotta get Dang, out. The streaming, the streaming advertising works. Streaming advertising works wonders on me, bro. I swear, I'm always falling. So I not always. If it's a game that I like, then I will, you know, probably hop on it like as soon as possible. But mm-hmm. if I'm if I'm not vibing with it, I'm one probably not even going to continue watching. Two, I'm definitely not picking it up. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I've been thinking like recently, and we had this discussion last night when we were playing Fortnite, which more on that in a second, but mm-hmm. um, about like multiplayer games not sticking and stuff like mm. that. I'm, 
honestly not i'm kind of surprised that some of these game types have not like popped off like battle royales have like the escape from tarkov game type seems like a great game type where if you just hit the right theme if you just hit the right That's level of mechanics and you don't make it overly unforgiving and like you just have a lot of fun like micro events or like you know things you can focus on outside of just trying to survive i think that could be a really cool opportunity for a game to kind of blow up and, and make a space for itself and then the other thing i was thinking about was like um have you heard of omega strikers yes i have i played that for a little bit yeah i'm, I'm curious like why the hero shoot like hero shooters haven't transferred into other games like hero mm. sports like a hero soccer game would be kind of sick i mean that's kind of like what mario strikers is mm-hmm. but like a hero soccer's game uh like maybe even just make your own sport where like killing is not the main objective like scoring is i think that could be pretty interesting like hero capture the flag of some sort i'm, I'm curious how we haven't like capitalized on like the hero genre as much as we probably could have with like the popularity of over i mean i guess they tried it like we had um what was the name of that melee game that uh ninja theory made uh i can't think of ninja it. theory made type in ninja theory melee game uh, uh 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 let me just see what game huh when when did it come out uh not too long ago i think it was ninja theory i don't think Let's it's ninja see. theory bro oh oh oh! What? you're right bleeding edge bleeding edge there we go there we go yeah yeah that shit um, flopped that was kind of like it, all of these they're all like hero bat like battlers which it's a hero cool based game yeah, yeah yeah but i would really like to see like the hero concept applied to other other things you know not just overwatch clones not just shooters not just one four v four beat em ups or whatever i'd mm-hmm. like to see some more interesting things with that so we'll see we'll see what the multiplayer landscape looks like in 10 years um it seems like the battle royale phase has somewhat dying off mm-hmm. i could have spoken too soon but i don't think any people are seeing it as like, you know, the quick cash grab as they were like three years ago when everybody was like, yeah. oh, we, we, we got to figure it out. We're just going to, you know, fucking put you on an island and, you know, give you a bow and arrow and then you win, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So uh, I'm very interested. Like this is escape from the escape from Tarkov concept is a really cool one that I think mm-hmm. um, in the right hands with the right, you know, you know, advertising and theming i think that could be a pretty big one the only thing that i think works against the tarkov tarkov style is i think that like you were saying it needs to be not too unforgiving i just think those are for your average player you know imagine somebody just getting off from work they probably aren't going to want to deal with the stress that comes with that you know with a with a battle royale you know, sure, there's a stress of dying, but then you hop back in and another round of 100 people. Tarkov, mm-hmm. you work hard, and then you, like, you know, you're like, oh, I've got guns or something that I'm going to, you know, take or gear that I'm going to take to the next round, or I just brought in gear that's, like, super <laughs> OP, and then you lose it, and you're like, damn, you lose your gear if you start, if you bring it in, you'll lose I'm, it. If- I'm pretty, I don't know if that's the case with Tarkov. 
Mm-hmm. I need to, I got to do a little bit more research because I, I, like I said, I'm not too familiar on the genre itself, but I'm pretty sure that once you die, it's basically like, <laughs> they basically pull kind of mm-hmm. like a roguelike where whatever you bring in, you're, it's gone. You're, it's gone. So you're going to have to go loot it again, I think. So okay. you can like have it stored in storage, you know, and then bring it on your, you know, your big mission that you want to do if you want to get something done. Because mm-hmm. you know you're gonna have this, you're gonna need this better gear, but you mm-hmm. better be careful because you know you don't want to get griefed by some other random player, or maybe you're not strong enough to beat whatever NPC boss. Blah blah blah. I, okay. You know, if, if somebody's in the Discord, correct me if I'm wrong here. That's just what I my base understanding of that style of gameplay. How that yeah, works. I, I mean, I'm I'm sure there's like some middle ground you can find. Just like mm-hmm. we were talking offline last night when we were playing Fortnite, how Fortnite just does the mini games within the battle royale so well where mm-hmm. there's all these little fun things you can do like uh, you can jump on a vehicle you can tame a, a wolf you can you know fight this little boss in this one section like you can recruit npcs there's all these other things to focus on that make you feel like you got value out of your match um and obviously the ips being the biggest one just the encounters themselves are fun when you're fighting goku or whatever mm-hmm. that just basically naturally make for fun stories um if a game can do that and just you know have the overall concept be engaging and like when you actually actually succeed at the general concept like a victory royale you feel really good you're hyped you're 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 turned up but also the world itself can you know provide fun experiences and if you lose you lose and it's not not a big deal um I think it can be done for sure, um, but definitely would have to have some sort of balance that that makes it more forgiving for sure. Because you're 100 percent right, especially. I think the biggest audience we're talking about is like 11 year olds and shit. Like, if you really want to go mainstream, if you really want to blow up 11 year olds, mm. and then also people who don't have a lot of time. Uh, so facts, you have facts. to make it rewarding for them. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Uh, I also quickly beat Wavetail. I beat Wavetail. Okay, nice. That, gave it a seven. Um, the game is pretty good. It's like a pretty short game. Um, the movement mechanics still are really fantastic. Um, that holds up throughout the whole game and actually is even a little better in the whole game. Uh, they have like, they have a lot of things in the world, in the open world, in the sea that basically. Uh, encourage you to keep your momentum while you're moving. Like they have these little boost pads and jumps and all this stuff. And it's really fun. Um, my main gripe with it was like the combat was not giving the combat could have done a little more mm. um, where like, you know, if I was going to compare it to Spider-Man, another game with great movement, Spider-Man, obviously fantastic movement, just traveling around the city. That's, that feels great. But also you can travel around the city you can run up on some thugs. You can beat the shit out of them, feeling just as fluid in the movement uh, as you feel like swinging around the city. You can like jump from guy to guy, chaining combos, and still feel like you have all of your momentum and never feel like you come to a complete stop. Mm. Um, this does not have that. The combat itself, although the combat is not too overbearing, like it doesn't stay around for too long, so it's never like uh, you're never in it long enough to be annoyed. But there aren't that many enemy types, and there's only like three, maybe four attack moves. So it's just kind of like, oh, yeah, I'm just swinging my little net, beating up these little black blobs. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. That sounds a little racially motivated, but that's fine. (laughs) Um, And 
and yeah it's just, it's just fine um the other thing i had was like the world is so big they also have like these little, little side missions where it's like oh yeah i need you to find my my, my journal i'm like bro where the fuck is there's no marker bro <laughs> oh and i'm no. like oh no this place is yeah, huge no. do i need to go to a different island like where is this maybe i'm dumb maybe i was missing the marker maybe i didn't activate it i think that's totally possible but yeah, I was like, I'm not finding none of y'all, none of the shit y'all yeah, asking no. for. And then the side missions I did complete, they give you like this currency that you can use to buy outfits and stuff. But literally the currency, I literally had like a billion of this currency just by playing the normal game. So I was like, dang, I could buy literally everything I want. Like within the first 30 minutes, it felt like. So I was like, <laughs> I do not need to do this shit for y'all. Oh, so nah. uh, overall, though, like. I think it's a pretty fun game. If people are excited about it, looking forward to it, I think you won't be disappointed when playing it. Um, the story is also pretty interesting. It's not, um, it's not mind blowing or anything, but it's like okay, yeah, this is a pretty solid story. Pretty decent voice acting, all that good stuff. So, yeah, Wave Tail, check it out. All right, yeah, I definitely will check it. Uh, it's not on sale. This sale, this uh, this current sale. Um, so Wavetail, when you go on sale, hit me up, bro. I'll be They're there. Probably like, uh, I gotta recoup our losses from, from <laughs> fucking Stadia. Jesus, man. Whoa. Why did they make it Stadia exclusive to start? Dang, Stadia condom. I guess, but yeah, they must have said, probably, yeah, don't worry. Probably gave them the Brinks truck. No, not like this. But yeah, I'll check it out eventually. Okay, okay. Are there any other games we need to talk about here? I mean, yeah, before we jump into the big boy, because, you know, or I know we don't have too much time, left, but we got to obviously talk about Fortnite. Let me just think real yeah. quick. Um, I've been play, played a little bit of Overwatch, played a little bit of, you know, I've been bouncing around all the multiplayer games recently, basically. Uh, we had a double XP weekend on Warzone this past weekend. So, you know, I had to grind up the gun. That's always Damn. been one of the things I like to to do. When, when it comes to a double XP weekend in COD, mm-hmm. you just get to hop on. They, they throw in the shipment match, uh, shipment map as well. You just mm-hmm. go in and you just level up your guns. Have a, I won't say a good time, because you're basically dead 50% of the time, because, you know, shipment oh, is the, the smallest map in the damn game. But... You get those guns leveled up, and you feel better when you uh, hop up, hop back over to Warzone. So I have not played Warzone in a minute, but I will be ready to go. Okay. Once, on. once the once the signal goes up, I'll be ready to go for that. And then Overwatch okay. is just more Overwatch, bro. They dropped of that course. new uh, the new character Ramatra. Have not had the opportunity to really. Uh, I haven't played as him since they you know switched to the whole stupid new battle pass uh, <laughs> situation, where it's like I could buy the battle pass and then. You know, buy levels to level them up, but you know, or I gotta, I gotta just not, or I could just not, and now I have to wait until I get hit battle pass level forty, and then I get them for free, and I'm like, damn, bro, that's I don't play like that, bro. That's gonna take me a whole (laughs) damn season, basically. And if I don't get them now, then I'm gonna have to what pay five bucks or something for them, or or I have to do like some you know special challenge to get him next season. It's just a lot of situations. So they're doing a lot. They're doing a lot. The, the literally Overwatch sold themselves, bro. It oh, was the, no. the system was there. The loot boxes. I can't. Be, I still just can't believe people want loot boxes back. Like I remember back <laughs> in the days when people were like, "Eh, loot boxes." 
bro, give me them shits back, bro. I need them now because this. Stop playing this, around. I'm not. Spe- I'm not spending thirty dollars on one skin, bro. It, y'all are Y'all do not have the Fortnite 30? cloud. It's oh. it's either twenty or thirty on like one skin, and you oh, know these skins no. are not as good as Fortnite, bro. No, they're not. You they're know not Xenomorphs or, or Mr. Meeseeks. No Xenomorphs, no Mr. Meeseeks, no All Might. They're Mercy, and instead she's wearing like you know I don't know maybe she's wearing like a toga or something. And it's like, <laughs> do I need that really for twenty bucks? Hell no. But anyways, that, that, was a, that was the other real uh, multiplayer games I've been playing outside of. The big dog, so Fortnite, Fortnite, Fortnite. So, uh, just for some context, we played Fortnite last night. Uh, our sin has been telling me, "Hey, you gotta get on." They got the My Hero event. Stop playing around. So I was like, "Okay, I'll get on." You know, I'll play during the My Hero event. Got to play. Of course, the one thing to get me back to Fortnite, My Hero, because I'm not playing around. We told you, season six is a banger, uh, unless you're Matt. Unless you're mad. Unless you're mad. But honestly, we were playing this. And as somebody who hasn't really, really played like hardcore since like the Rift season, um, Mm -hmm. it's like this game is crazy. Like it is, I think, is like the ultimate, like one of the ultimate video games. So we're talking about shooters, we're talking about multiplayer games. This is cream of the crop. And I know there's some people out there who are like, it doesn't control as well as Apex. It doesn't control as well as Halo. <laughs> Shut the hell up. Shut the hell up. That's not what I'm talking about. Just sheer quality of the game. Like, it is incredible how much just nonsense these developers have put into this game. How many mechanics that are just going on at all times. We got perks. We got vehicles. We got swimming. We got mini bosses. We got mercenaries. We got rifts that were in there when I first started. It's literally everything. <laughs> and on top of that, we have all these freaking character models running around, popping up. Uh, classic moment we were playing. Uh, we're looting a, cla- <laughs> we're looting a cla- castle. Uh, I'm over here looking for shit. And then I start getting shot, shot at. I'm talking on the comms to Arsen, And I'm like, I'm getting shot. I'm getting shot. And then all of a sudden, the person peeks out from behind the rock, and I say, "It's Rick! It's Rick <laughs> from Rick and Morty." And then we just start going crazy, bro. Oh um, my god! Because so we were just, just talking like, about Rick and Morty too. We were like, just talking yeah. about it, and then of course Rick pops up. Same thing where we're, we're getting shot from somebody across the building. Mister Meeseeks on the fucking rooftop shooting at us. Oh my god! And you see Goku third partying people, killing other. Oh, my, like it's just. Like, it's pure it's, comedy. It's pure comedy. It's genius on the half of Epic Games. Like the the stories, the moments, the fun writes itself. Right. Like you don't have to make Goku fun. Like this motherfucker is just not. People already did that for you. <laughs> you just on the. You just you know they already did the heavy lifting. You just skinning a little uh, character. Exactly. Um, and they're just. You know, all Epic has to do is continuously put these little tools and mechanics in the world to keep things fun. Uh, even if you're trash at the game, even if you never get a victory royale, which is not us, because we did get, I think, two. We got two. Two wins. Um, and we were cleaning homies up. We were in, like, the top five multiple times. But uh, even if you're trash, there's still a bunch of random side quests and, and stuff you can do to up your battle pass. I remember back in the day. All we had was a fucking treasure map, and we were just looking for tra- chests and shit. <laughs> like, it was basic, and I thought that was crazy. And now we're we got 
bosses and, and castles and stuff bosses fucking bounties dirt bike doing tricks bounties and, i forgot about that, that. Was the whole trick system like it's tony hawk like what is it? <laughs> yeah they do got the trick multiplier like ask who's working on this is what i need to know like i want to know what the organizational structure is like what's the org chart look like because i know like i work at amazon i work at aws the org chart chart is deep but it's, it's sensical you got oh i work on this service i work on this service i work on this what does fortnite look like is it like a maps team and then there's like within the maps team there's like tilted towers so i, I work on the tilted towers team like what <laughs> what it's gotta be, bro. It's gotta be something like that. I feel like we gotta have it super like broken down into like, you know, at least like a hundred little chunks. Must there's be. N- there's no way you could you can't give these big pieces to any single, a single team. team. Yeah. yeah, no, for sure. Let me see how many teams work on Fortnite. Let's see if I get a real answer. Can we get this man a real answer? That's what how I want to. Uh so yeah, what do you, I mean, what's your thoughts on uh, Fortnite right now. I think Fortnite's in a pretty solid, you know, come, also, you know, I'm like, I would say I'm a relatively casual player, more, you know, active than you are, obviously. But I think Fortnite is in a pretty good spot. Uh, you know, I think there was a time where it kind of, in my opinion, had a bit of a lull. You know, there was just, you know, they were just pumping out uh, seasons. I think that was, when was that? Chapter two. After the original shift from chapter one to chapter two you know they brought you know a big wave of people back in then they kind of went on season by season by season for about a year or so where they just lost people again but since season or since chapter three i think fortnite has kind of been on the up and up it's gotten it's brought people back to the game semi-permanently and i think the biggest change was the zero build mode that really brought people back because i know obviously Fortnite was built around this mechanic of building in games. You build your own base to help defend against enemy attackers or to help push against somebody, but people just got too good. The kids were spending too much time during summer vacation, learning how to crank nineties, learning how to do this, learning how to do that, that if you weren't doing that, you simply could not play the game. And the game was literally unplayable for everyone else. So by the the simple, it was literally the simple addition. They just said, bro, just turn the building off. And they, the, the 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 player base boomed, bro. They, yes, they sir. It's just crazy. They didn't even have to do anything. The game itself was already so fun. All they had to do was turn off one simple mechanic, and it made the game uh, infinitely more fun and brought back such a large population of people. So I think Fortnite is in a great, a very uh, like a great spot right now. And then all they have to do is just keep adding new, you know, collaborations with new groups. You know, obviously we got my hero now. You know, I'm hoping for the One Piece collab. You know, one day. Ooh, give me, yeah, we're getting give me the Jujutsu Kaisen one day. Oh. You know, some shit like, like come on, bro. The the, the, the the once I'm trying to think what was the first. I don't remember what the first big collab was, but once that happened, the door was ki- was kicked wide open. I'd say probably you know sure the Marvel That's ones big, were pretty. I think the Marvel ones were probably one of the the first ones, but once that door was kicked down. It was over. Fortnite kind of launched itself into permanent GOAT status, literally up there with Minecraft. Like I think Fortnite mm-hmm. and Minecraft are pretty uh, much powerhouses. Um, and I don't think we're going to, like, for those who are hating on Fortnite, you're going to have to hate for a long time. I don't think Fortnite's going anywhere anytime soon, for sure. No, sir, unless they no, sir. Unless they pull a Overwatch situation and say, we're releasing Fortnite 2 
then they don't change the game and then they you know mess up the battle pass you know i don't know something crazy like that i think oh, the yeah. first collab according to this was uh marvel yeah once the, once the, once people realize what you could put in Fortnite, mm. and what who was the first one? I don't remember. Was it like I don't know, whatever, whoever it was. Once they saw X Y Z Marvel character, it was game uh-huh. over, bro. Was that the Thanos mm. one? Was it the Thanos, yeah, Thanos one? That was that was it. That yeah, put, it was that over. put Fortnite on a permanent pedestal <laughs> right there. Literal Pandora's box for the game. Yeah, I mean. Honestly, Epic Games is doing some crazy stuff over there. It's crazy to me that Epic Games has the most popular multiplayer game. I mean, I don't know if that's true, but yeah, I'm pretty sure Fortnite has to be pretty in pretty good standing to be the most popular multiplayer game in the world right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if League of Legends or something else beats it out, but uh, they have the most popular multiplayer game for the sake of this argument. And they also have the most powerful game development engine. Uh, so even though they aren't, you know, spreading their reach, you know, wide in terms of content they're putting out and stuff, they mainly focus on con- uh, Fortnite and they mainly focus on Unreal Engine. They have two of, the, two of the best products in the video game market, both on the development side and the general gaming side. So they got a good team over there. They, they have it figured out. I'm wondering how long the run will go for. Hmm. I, I think it'll be at least five more years. Yeah, I think so for sure. We'll definitely make it through this generation. I don't see why mm-hmm. we wouldn't make it through the next generation unless they make some catastrophic misstep. They honestly don't need to do anything to the game except just add add more random events and stuff. They don't need to tweak True. the mechanics. Like They don't need to like change the core, the way the core thing operates. Just add more mechanics, add more characters, have a good time and i think they have learned that even outside of just the regular um like battle royale hey all you got to do is add martin luther king museum in there and you'll call it a day so um they got some good stuff they got some good stuff there all right, guys, sorry about that. We had some technical difficulties. Our little baby boy, Arsene, got kicked off of his internet. He used up all his internet minutes, uh, but we're back. And I think it's time to close out the show. All right. I think that's that was old St. Nicholas who held, held Arsene at gunpoint earlier on. Telling him <laughs> it's time for him to get off the internet. So uh, closing thoughts are Fortnite, fantastic multiplayer game. I, I hope they keep evolving. I hope they keep doing crazy things, adding crazy characters. Um, and uh, I don't necessarily play a lot of multiplayer games, but when I do, I want them to be like Fortnite, baby. Mm, excellent. Excellent. Any final thoughts from you before we wrap up here? Um, everybody needs to go play the latest season of Fortnite. Let us know how you feel. Um, they switched to Unreal Engine 5. The gameplay feels... You know, f- new, it feels refreshed, you know, familiar but different. And it's a fun time. Play with your friends. If you don't have friends, play by yourself. It's still the same experience. Damn, tragic, tragic. Tragic for you, though. All right, guys. With that, let's go ahead and wrap the episode up. Thank you all for listening to Player Player. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe to us on your podcasting platform of choice. Rate us five stars on iTunes and tell your friends about us. If you want updates about future episodes and giveaways, or you want to submit a question to the show, visit playerplayerpod.com or follow us on social media at playerplayerpod. 
Uh, all the links to our social medias, all that good stuff are going to be in the uh, description, as well as a link to our Discord, playerplayerpod.com slash Discord. So check the description out if you need a reminder about what all those links are. Big shout out to Aaron Miller for the intro music. You can follow him at the Miller channel on Instagram or Twitter. You can find me on social media as the hoop man, where the E is a three. You can find my co-host Arsin here as Pax Arsenica on Twitter and Twitch or Arsin Lakpa on Instagram. And until next time, guys, keep gaming. Game on folks. <laughs>